Growth Mindset Moment, a Rug Radio production. We're all about self-leadership through mental, physical, and spiritual well-being methods to maximize our daily potential. Owning our behaviors while supporting our friends, how much more Web3 does it get? If there's a hack, habit, or protocol, we are talking about it. I'm your host, Ron Jordan, a.k.a. Rosinante, the Web3 Sensei. And I am joined tonight by my co-host, Alyssa Jordan, a.k.a. Schmooper Girl, the Web3 Standards Engineer. We have both been on this growth mindset journey together while shining our light on those around us, showing that we all have everything we need inside us to grow and thrive, and sometimes being reminded of that is all we really need. Thank you for joining the self-leadership movement today. The show format is we have a 15 to 20 minute conversation about growth mindset topic of the week or follow up with our guest of the week from our podcast, where you can check that out at thestarspodcast.com, anywhere you download your podcast from. Our stage is always open, so if something calls you and you want to weigh in, hit that request button on the bottom left of your screen. We'll bring you up and you can join the conversation with us. If coming up on stage isn't for you, leave us a comment in the chat bubble at the bottom right, and we'll get to you very shortly. And make sure you come up on stage at the end of the show for a game of this or that. All right, let's jump into it. Hey everyone, this is GS for Great, the host of the Mindful Moment Meditation every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is your weekly growth mindset moment stretch with my two favorite humans, Ron and Alyssa. Yeah, so my growth mindset stretch is all about cartoons. So an interesting fact that I learned about cartoons is many people probably don't know this is originally cartoons were referred to basically as the sketch or drawing that you started uh, before you got into the the real work. Um, and one of the earliest ones on to date was Steamboat Willie, but some, something through my uh, little digging here, there were a couple beforehand. One of them was called the Jazz Singer, and what that led to was the synchronization of the film and the actual voices on Steamboat Willie. So that introduction of the cartoon overlaid with the voice i thought that was an interesting thing uh clear back in 1927 first cartoon oh that is a fun stretch thing i am i don't have like a particular stretch today guys like i was getting ready to like do you gotta do it wait stop stop okay Sorry. Like, do you want to keep talking? Do you want to interrupt me? Like, I, how, how do we want to do I just, it? I wanted to interrupt so, you because I want to make sure you did this. Well, you know, I'm I'm actually just going to take an opportunity. I, I was I was getting ready to do my my stretch, kind of look up what it was I wanted to learn that was different today, and I got kind of sidetracked by a tweet I just saw or that I had seen that you know apparently today um for v friends people who were holders of the macy's characters got to have a call with gary v and apparently a few moments into that call someone was ignorant and decided to bring up a particularly an opinion about something and where the ip development is going for the characters of v friends and express some pretty I don't know, decided to get political and on top of that, put out some polarizing kind of ignorant comments about not representing the LGBTQ community. And so it sidetracked me from doing my my mindset stretch. So I just wanted, I decided that instead of like coming up with some fun fact to explore, I would like to 
just stretch our mindset today and realizing that the world is still full of ignorant people who, um, who are going to push an agenda that's hateful, um, that's not inclusive and not diverse. And that's not the world that I choose to live in or be a part of as far as that goes. Um, and accepting that, um, obviously I'm here, but I refuse to accept it. And the only way that we stop that type of stuff from being a standard or even being, I, I just want people to be less comfortable with spreading intolerance and, and hatefulness. So the stretch that I'm going to put out there today is when you have an opportunity to speak up and stop normalizing the ability for people to, to behave in this way, that we should take that opportunity and call it out. Um, and frankly, it just leads into our topic of the night anyway. So I'm just going to stand, stand behind it, but I, you know, it's 2023 and besides what the, the timing and the arbitrary year it is that we've set up to measure time, we just, when you know better, you should do better and you can have an opinion, but that doesn't mean that it, that it's, you know, that it's, a something that, I don't know. I, I just don't want to give room for people to, to continue to platform intolerance and non-inclusivity. I, it's, it's tired. I'm over it. Well, and it also um, like doesn't, doesn't help anything as, as far as building a community goes um, and, and trying to get differing opinions. Yeah. Like how can we, but how can you be web three in the community and be like, I'd like to exclude an entire population of people actually. I mean, how can you build anything like, meaningful without including all walks of life, Everyone. All, all voices, all thought patterns? I mean, everybody brings a unique perspective to the table all the time. Um, I mean, my life is very different well, than my neighbor's life, for that matter. You know, and it's it doesn't have to be that deep. But I mean, when somebody comes, well, I want comes it at all. It from, go ahead. I want it all, but not the ignorance and 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 exclusion. Um, all of it is great. Um, all walks of life, certainly. Um, but it's about inclusivity. And if, and if your all includes excluding someone, then it's not for me. And I don't think it belongs in but don't you what think it we're building and web three. I know, but doesn't it make it like, I feel like that's important to know about people. And this is my theory about bumper stickers as I love bumper stickers. I think bumper stickers are the best thing that has ever been created because you can tell or you can divert, I guess, if you if you were really that deep into it. But like, when you look at a bumper sticker and you see like this theme of bumper stickers, you sort of it's like your 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 timeline, right? You're able to see exactly what this person has like probably put on the most expensive possession that they own is their vehicle, and like they 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 tell you exactly what you need to know. Uh, I I think that it's just I do think it's important to to be able to know that that person believes those certain things. And if you don't want to include them in, in what you're building, then, I mean, it's, I understand that. It's just, I think that even though that they are going against what, what you're trying to build, it's still important to, to hear those, uh, to hear them out. Is all. Yeah, I, I just want to. I just want to make it a. Um, I just want to make it less normalized that that's that intolerance is 
it's not even intolerance. It's the the position of excluding uh, based upon, you know, personally held beliefs as an appropriate thing for Web3. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I will never be, a, I would never want to be in a situation where that's normalized or tolerated or accepted. Um, oh, so that, that was my stretch for the day. That's yeah. it. Like well, a, it leads well, in. It leads in perfectly into longevity and in, in business. It and does in life and relationships. Um, is like that strong value prop. You know, it is. It is. That's the foundation of it all. I mean, that's what it attracts is. But you before to we get into that, Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Before we get into that, Ron, um, I wanted to let everybody know that there is a POAP for tonight. So if you're into POAPs and you would like said POAP. All you have to do is shoot me uh, a DM, and I'm happy to get you a POAP. Um, I'm doing it this way because I, I I usually get too many, so I'm only getting 25 now, and I'm giving them out to whoever asks for them. Not everybody collects a POAP, um, but I I missed it, so I decided to make a little bit of art, arty art. Um, yesterday, I was feeling like, you know what? I haven't done anything in Procreate in a while. So I did a little something, something and made a POAP out of it for today's, uh, show. So if you want a POAP, just shoot me a DM and I'm happy to send you one. But, um, that said, uh, yeah, let's get into, you know, let's get into the, the topic for the day and have a discussion. If anybody wants to come up and be a part of the discussion, you're welcome to come up and participate. Um, just remember this is a recorded podcast, so um, keep that in mind when you come up that you are being recorded and you will likely be on the podcast. Um, uh, additionally, um, if you're not comfortable coming up, just come again, like, like the intro said, use the chat bubble down below. If you have a question or you want to raise a point, we're happy to, to express it uh, for you in that way. Or if maybe, you know, English isn't your first language or whatever makes you more comfortable, just put a little, um, comment in the chat bubble and we'll happily do that. Or you can shoot us a DM as well. So that's the housekeeping portion of this segment. I'm excited for the POAP, if I'm being honest. I've missed them the last couple weeks. Anyhow, moving into sort of the meat and potatoes of the show itself, I wanted to talk about longevity and how to create longevity, if it's in relationships, if it's in business, uh, some of the really the... I wouldn't even call them tricks that I use. It's just things that I've I've noticed that work for me that allow me to kind of endure. Anybody who's listened to us for any more than three seconds knows that I'm an endurance runner. Um, I'm also into jujitsu, and those two things have been this longer journey than I anticipated to be on with them. Um, and and like they've it's taught me a lot about enduring, and then also too. Um, Going back into just just relationships in general um, with Alyssa is, you know, we just celebrated what thirteen years together, um, and just being able to enjoy the moments in those journeys is is something that uh, that I'd like to dive into today. But yeah, that's that's really the 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 theme for tonight is creating longevity and being able to enjoy the processes rather than the outcomes has been um, something that I I feel like we give so much credence to the there. Like, I want to get there. When I get there, I'll be happy. When I get this much amount of money, I'll, I'll be happy. Or when I get that car, I'm going to be like, that's that's when I know I made it. And it's like every time that we hit the there, 
we sit there at the finish line and you're like, well, well, shit, that wasn't what I expected. It feels good to accomplish things and it feels good to reach a milestone. But at the same time, you just like, you get to that milestone and all of a sudden it's, it, you have to create this new there. Um, and that's, that's another kind of theme that I'd like to, to jump in on. I saw you come off mute. What's up? No, no, I, I, no, I'm, it, it takes me a second, babe. Um, the, the foundation of, you know, where this kind of started from for me and the way that we were approaching this start started with like a conversation that we were having in the clubhouse. Yes. Some of us still go in a clubhouse, uh, with the crew. And there was a joke being made about, um, we went away this past weekend, uh, for one of, uh, B's tournaments. Um, she did very well, by the way. And, um, the, the comment was made about the fact that Ron didn't post breakfast photos on his Instagram story and how there are some folks that have gotten used to seeing Ron's breakfast photos on Instagram. And it was funny because it came up, I, I, you know, I said, like, I would love to say that that shit is staged and that's not what he eats for breakfast every day, but it is, in fact, what he eats for breakfast every day. And when he posts the picture, it's authentic, it's real, it's what, exactly what every day looks like for him and so like he went back and he found the mcdonald's bag from breakfast that morning because we had to go through a drive-through at like seven o'clock in the morning on our way back from um where we were coming from and we he posted that because it was like well that was what breakfast was so i went ahead and posted it so what the, what said so the what triggered this whole thing for me and thinking about longevity and not this authenticity really was more about from my perspective, that when you show up as your authentic self, you're not putting on a show, you're just putting out there the real you all the time, that it helps you build the habit of staying authentic. It helps you stay true to the things that you believe in. And, you know, it ultimately, from a business perspective, it creates that reputation that makes you a subject matter expert or makes you an authority on a certain topic over time. Um, and so Ron's breakfast is what really made me think of that was because, you know, he is an endurance athlete and he has a specific breakfast every single day because he believes that in that breakfast, he's getting the right amount of fat and protein and nutrient and everything else from it. But also, it's just a part of the habit that he created, but it is a 100% him. So it's just that representation of authenticity. Like, he, it's exactly who he is, is in that breakfast he has every day. And it goes the same thing. Like, I show up places and I start talking about, when I start talking about ethics, I get passionate about it. The, the pitch of my voice changes the the way I move my hands changes, the intensity in which I, I commit to the topic changes because that's what I'm passionate about. Because authentically that's who I am and that's how I show up. So when when you're authentically showing up and being you, it translates across so many different things and allows you to make connections that I believe last longer and have way more meaning over time than when you have to mask, you feel like you have to mask and play some role because, you know, for public relations purposes or for whatever, you know, everything has to be filtered and canned and, you know, 
pre-recorded and and everything else. I just think that there's just so much more to be said for the long, the short and long-term value of showing up and being exactly who you are. Well, and it becomes much more relatable too uh, whenever you are are absolutely your authentic self because believe it or not, like no, as much as I want to have that breakfast every single morning, like it's just not attainable to have every single day, every single morning in, in the busy lifestyle that we live. So like, I think that it's really important for anybody to, if you want any longevity whatsoever, is just like, yes, it, it may seem like that's the appropriate thing to do, but this is something also too that like I was thinking about as as like the day went on today, is is truth really matters. I think that far too often we're worried about like what somebody may think or uh, like we we have this made up vision or interaction that could happen in the future if I if I just if I can keep this a secret then nobody will know or I, I just feel like whenever you say what is absolutely true and you post what's true and that's like truly what you believe in that resonates so much just so much better not only with with others but just with yourself because it's exhausting. I mean, I'm sure that we've all been in relationships where like you just had to be different around certain people because that's just like what you have been accustomed to do. Like whenever you didn't cuss in front of your parents, you know, like you were a different person in front of your parents than you were in front of your friends. Like I, I feel like that and I, I think about that actually quite a bit whenever I'm having interactions with people is like if if you feel that situation becoming like, man, I just don't feel like myself right now. Or if you're holding your tongue because you're, you're afraid that person may think something different of you. Um, I think that's whenever those relationships just become so exhausting that that's where the longevity kind of stops. You, you just can't focus that type of energy into those relationships anymore. And that's why I think that being that truthful, authentic self and saying what you mean and, and just doing the things that you want is, is a magnetic piece is, and that's what one of the, one of my buddies, Sean, he has this brand is called aim. And I wear the bracelet all the time. And it says authenticity is magnetic because I mean, just look at this room here. I mean, there's probably what 15 to 20 people in this room. You all gave your time up to come up and, and hang out with us. Because like truly, authentically, we show up every single week and talk about growth mindset because it's something that we truly believe in is that's the path forward and out of situations and onto new things is to continuously want to learn and be better. And and like literally, that's just what I believe in. That's what Alyssa believes in. Like that's just the thing that we do and it's really proven true to us. So like that's why we show up. That's our authentic self. It's not for fucking it's not for likes, it's not for hearts, it's not for any of it. It's it's literally just to prove that like not not to prove anything, but just to want to share that is a passion, especially for me just like Alyssa was talking about whenever you whenever she starts talking about standards and ethics and she gets very passionate about those things. That's the same way that I get with this growth mindset is I, in particular, like, getting out of high school and all of those things, like, I'm going to go way back here. It's like, I didn't have the best grades. I didn't 
I didn't like apply myself, none of that stuff. But then once you get into this mindset of like just the growth piece of it, everything like totally changed. I got, I got set on this path forward. And ever since then, it's like, man, if you just, you're just truly authentically yourself, nothing can stand in your way at all. Like you just don't give a shit anymore because you're just happy being who you are. And whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in a business, whatever, in a job, like if you can just truly be you, it's effortless. It feels effortless. It's just navigating through life as a result of that is like you just have to. Yeah, it might be weird to some people like we're, we tell people we have to be home by eight, eight fifteen because we have to do a space and they look at us like we're crazy. But it's it's something that this is who we are. This is the thing we do. We show up authentically every single week. Um, and it, and it's, that was um, that was a little raw. That was that was fresh. That was a fresh one. <laughs> that was. They, they, they looked at us like, "What the? What are you talking about? A space?" I'm like, "Yeah, homie, get with it." Web three, what's up? But no, I, I just think that like th- that. Long story short, is just being able to show up as yourself and be okay with that. Like, you're not going to be for everybody. You're not going to be everybody's flavor. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, and I know Amanda came up, so I want to give her an opportunity to weigh in. And I know we've been going on here for a little bit, but you know, the, 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 the bottom line for me is, is I don't want to be in places anymore where I can't be exactly who I am. And if, if I can't be real, then it's not a place for me. And I, I recognize that that's not, that 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 that's a privilege I have for the life that I I from how I who I am and where I'm situated in life and I never take that for granted. And I want to make the distinction between, you know, putting on a show because you think that's what you have to do to fit in and some people who put who mask to put to to just get through. So I just want to make a distinction that like I'm not trying like anything we're talking about today is not to you know put anyone down who's in a survival situation um just just to be clear that's just something that popped into my heart and i wanted to make sure i say that because i think that that when when you live in a world where you can be exactly who you are authentically all the time i think sometimes we take for granted that many of us can just do that and not have to think much about it right right um and there's there's just so many there's just so many people in the world that, that, that struggle with that. And it speaks to how, you know, I kind of opened up my stretch too, like mm-hmm. so many different walks of life. So, and, you know, I, you know, to that end, I, you know, I want to have, I want to create a world and continue to build a world where people can show up, uh, show up authentically exactly who they are and be exactly who they are, no matter where they are. Um, I, so I, I wanted to make sure I said that before, you know, leading over to Amanda. Mm-hmm. Can I, I I would like to share like one stupid story because it's pretty deep, but this is like the one of the moments where I wanted to show up as myself, and it was at one of my uh, one of my like in real life job. I sell high voltage electrical equipment, and I do a lot of uh, trade shows. And one of the things that like I always thought was going to hold me back is if I didn't like dress the part, like wear the khakis, the button up shirt, and the dress shoes, and everything, and. One of the one of the times that and this sounds so ridiculous that I would even like have pause to do this, 
But I didn't wear dress shoes one time. And I felt so free by wearing my tennis shoes. Like, I felt like I was set free because I, like, that was against the grain way back. Like, that was against the grain for me. And that's, like, how far I look back on that day of not wearing those damn dress shoes. And I was just like, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody, like, nobody cares that I didn't wear those shoes, you know? But it was in my head that that was going to hold me back from something. It was just, it's so weird, but I just wanted to share that. Ron, I love you. (laughs) So weird, isn't it? I mean, like, fucking shoes, man. That that was holding me back. That's what I thought was holding me back. But is it? Is it that weird? Like, you know, there's always that saying, um, you know, there's there's a few different schools of thought. Like, if you go back to my favorite movie, um, nobody looks at a man's pair of shoes, right? From Shawshank Redemption. That's how Andy Dufresne escaped. So maybe the shoes matter. No kidding. Didn't even connect that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I was just texting Alyssa, um, and <clears throat> the authenticity thing <clears throat> brought me to tears a little bit because. I I haven't been my authentic self by being quiet. (laughs) Everybody who knows me knows I'm not a quiet person. I speak my mind. I tell my feelings. And I have not. So for that, I apologize. Some of you know already. Some of you don't. Um... But I will not be at VCon this year. Um, I may not come back to VCon, not because I don't love you, because um, I love each and every one of you so incredibly much. But um, for those of you who do not know, um, Sal and I are getting divorced. And um, I am okay. I am great. I am fantastic. Things are wonderful in my life. I am doing excellent. Um, and I chose to not say anything because I didn't want anybody to think poorly of myself, think poorly of him. Um, it is between what has happened is between us. He and I are both going to be fine. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to, uh, be my authentic self and, and speak my truth for the first time in almost a year. Um, because I did ask for the divorce directly after VCon last year. Um, so it has been almost a year, and it's time for me to be my authentic self and tell everybody the truth. And I, I, just, I love you too, Amanda. And, you know, choosing to share that here is, was, was, like, super, like, unexpected. By the way, this was not planned, anybody. Um, this was an authentic moment, believe it or not. Um, but, you know... The reason why I just want to, you know, give you some flowers, Amanda, and like commend you for just speaking up is because I have personally known how long it, how long this has been going on and how hard that's been for you in the community and how you took a giant step back um, from Web3 in general um, because of it. And, you know, you know, community is more than just showing up to spaces and things like that. But, you know, we build a community through our old show and community vaginas. And the, the whole point of that was to amplify voices in this space that, 
you know, typically just weren't heard. And, you know, you were a big part of that. So what folks don't understand is the journey that you have gone through in being a voice that amplified other people's voices to feeling silenced because you felt like it was your responsibility to protect um, your reputation or what other people would think or to not, you know, have people make assumptions or whatever. And, you know, I, I think it really speaks to a lot of what we're talking about tonight and what we've talked about for the last couple of years is really just the 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 hurt that it can cause you over time when you don't feel like you can be exactly who you are and and express yourself the exact way that you that you want to express yourself for one reason or another so i just want to i just want to say like i know how hard it has been for you to not share authentically the way you normally would. I mean, you mean you backed away from literally everything to leave space so that you weren't sharing authentically and had to really kind of isolate yourself for quite a bit of time for, for that reason. So, you know, I'm grateful that you feel comfortable enough to do so now. Um, and it was in your own time and that's exactly how it should be. Um, but, you know, as you know, uh, a woman in that supports you and has been through this and has been through it with you for the last, you know, supporting you for the last year. Um, and, and I, and I supported Sal for a while too, until that wasn't, you know, in, in the cards anymore. Um, you know, we can support our friends when they're going through difficult times and we can do that authentically and we can also set boundaries authentically. But, you know, to that end, I just, you know, want to say like watching the journey from being someone who amplified voices and spoke up to being someone who had to felt like they had to retract is is not easy either so i'm just grateful that you're feeling in a place of being able to to get back to to who you are i know that that's been a big part of the journey it has <clears throat> and hold on. i'm not crying you're crying um and it's true it's um it's been so hard for me to just take a step back from so many people I've come to absolutely respect and love <clears throat> and um, just kind of with a very small circle of people who who walk through this journey with me, um, you know, and and I'm coming to realize as I'm getting more and more messages about um, are you going to VCon or I heard you're not going to VCon and, you know, having to I'm like I, I have to explain this now I have to now because I, I also don't want people to go up to him and say well where's Amanda you know that's not fair for him either um and um you know the answer is, is I'm not there but I'm with everyone in spirit and love and I'll be on Ron's phone you know watching and uh <laughs> let's go Let's go. Rob's gonna take me on a V-Con tour. That's right. And um <laughs> you know, and we can FaceTime, right? Like, and you know, I'm uh I'm I now feel that I'm I'm to the point where I'm ready to be more active in in Web3 again and Twitter and really like I basically limited myself to just this space every week. Um and I'm ready to come back and 
be vocal and be the human being that I always have been. And, um, you know, just be, just be my authentic Amanda. Well, welcome back. Jeez. Write a letter or something. No, I'm super proud. You write a letter. I'm super proud of you. That's freaking amazing, <laughs> honestly. And and you know what? Like sometimes we do need to take a step back and just like collect our shit and get our, get ourselves together to to come back. Um that was actually something that I talked about with uh with Jason Primrose and FYI, uh new podcast just dropped. Little shameless plug there, but we were talking about the creative process and needing to take a step away. Like you start a project then you got to take a step away to get a clear lens on it again. Come back, work on it some more. Take a step away. Like he just like keeps going back and forth on that process. And like whenever you do that, you, you sort of like you just add a layer, add a layer, add a layer. And by the time it's done, it's like okay, it's done. It's perfect. I'm ready to go. So being able to work on yourself, taking that self care time, uh, utmost importance, and it also just for a longevity standpoint. That's what you have to do. You have to do self-care in order to go a thousand miles an hour at the end of it. Like you can't, you can't run the engine hot all the time. Uh, it just, it just doesn't go well. So taking a step back, rewarding yourself for that, giving yourself the grace to take a break, have mistakes. That's, that's something that I've gotten, I've tried to get better at is whenever makes mistakes happen. It's, it's not like the end of the world that a mistake has happened. Um, you know, you just, you learn from it. You don't do it again. And you, and you just keep going. That's, uh, that's sort of the recipe that I've, I've given myself just because like I'm known for, I don't make mistakes until like I make a mis a big mistake. I'm, I'm known for a big mistake. And, uh, <laughs> those are the ones that hurt the worst because like, like, oh shit, everything was going so good. And then it wasn't. So no, Amanda, I, I appreciate you uh, to share that, and especially in this space in general, like in front of everybody, and and having that courage to come back up on and and do that. So appreciate you, love you, man. I love you guys more than the Yankees. Whoa, <laughs> oh, that's a lot. That's a Easy. lot. That is a lot. How mad yeah, were you whenever that's... I went to the Yankees game a couple weeks ago? Listen, how mad were ask you? Ask Alyssa. Ask Alyssa my cursing of you. Yeah, I just and I might have even, I might have even said "fuck off, Ron." It might have happened. I was so it it took everything in me not to send you a picture of the game. So just know that I. Had oh, I'm that. so sorry. Do you, do you know your wife did? <laughs> did she really? <laughs> ah, so I didn't though. I didn't. So I had that. I I knew. I knew I shouldn't do that to you. <laughs> so I'm going to get back to the topic just for a second because I want to share this little story that happened a couple weeks ago um, as well, just about authenticity and, you know, just being who you are. So again, I, I, I really work hard not to be in places where I can't be exactly who I am and exactly who I am, you know, is different depending on environment sometimes too, right? Like there's just... I know how to behave, certainly, but I'm also behaving as me. You know, I'm not pretending to be someone else. 
But um, we had a we had a particular member of Congress come into our office and meet with us for work, and you know it. He's he's not my favorite member of Congress. Okay, like he's just not. But I mean, he's always been very kind. He's always nice. It's like when we meet, it's it's great. Um, and he wanted kind of an update on where our business was headed and what we were doing because we're kind of in we're a for-profit company that's making social impact. So there was an opportunity to kind of explore that with him. And it came up, like he brings up politics all the time. And so like when that happens, I get like very, I'm not, I, I don't align with his particular flavor of politics. And it's not because of party. It's more about the fact that I just don't think he does anything. He doesn't do his job. So like I, don't even know what he stands for because he doesn't vote. So that's but does he go there? Yeah, does he? He doesn't even go here. But um, it was funny because we were sitting there, and I, and I know I make my boss very nervous when we're in those types of meetings because I'm generally quite passionate. Like I we I, we were talking about earlier, like I get passionate, my voice changes, I get intense, and like I whatever. I I know E22 can relate. Um, but like I get worked up, and so what what had happened was. He started talking about how the political process just doesn't have enough people in it, like real people who can really get work done. And I, I actually agreed with him. I was like, you're absolutely right. And like the point of entry for people to get involved in the process is just, you know, so overwhelmingly not accessible. And, you know, and I said, you know, I would love to find I would love to be represented by someone in the legislature. And he goes, well, you're in my district. And I said, yeah. He goes, then you are represented. I said, no, I would like to be adequately represented by somebody. And <laughs> I like, oh, I, I, I didn't even mean to be like that about it, but like, it was exactly who I was in that moment. And I, and I was able to do that. It was, it was a work setting. It was, it was a ballsy thing, but it was just funny. Like even I, I love people. And I'm not saying I love myself, but I'm just saying that I am inspired by people who are so authentically who they are, regardless of who they're around, that it inspires me to do the same. Because I I know that I like I may not have been so bold to be that that much me, and it wasn't disrespectful. You have to understand the context. It was definitely not disrespectful, but I I have to say that I feel more confident showing up as me and in, in that way and feeling the confidence to step up whenever other people show up authentically as well and that they just put themselves out there. So the the point of that is to continue to show up who, as who you are, speak your truths and the truth. Please let it be the truth. Like your truth is great, but the truth is better. And make sure that like you understand that by doing that, you may very well be passively empowering someone else and even actively empowering someone else to also show up authentically as well, or just creating an environment to allow people to be who they are may just empower them to, to be exactly who they are. And it's exactly what that situation needs for that moment and in that time. So I just, I just wanted to share that little, that little tidbit, but mostly because it was funny because they gave a, an elected member of Congress some shit passively and didn't even mean to be quite as snarky as I was, but you know, sometimes them's, them's the breaks. That man deserves it. That man deserved it. I love it. Well, would we like to play a little bit of this or that? Close out the night. This has been a great one. 
I've enjoyed this a lot. So, hey, if you want to jump up on stage, we're going to get into this or that. Uh, give you a couple minutes. Oh, yo, Minty Fresh in the house. Dom, G is for great. Holy crap. Bunch of people showed up. Hey. Golo, D, Jason. Also, if you, Go ahead. if you have not yet. If you've not yet DM'd me for the PO app and you want a PO app, you should DM me now so you can get your PO app. Yeah, the, the PO app has some some pretty fire artwork too. You you outdid yourself on that one. It's amazing. Yeah. She says she can't draw. Let's go. Liar. I have some Cheeto punks that say otherwise. Yeah, that's some alpha. That's some alpha. Someday we might have to bring back the Cheeto Punks. Um, it's, you know, a project that, you know, if you never. Know, you know. We missed the boom of the, you know, the 2021, you know, bull run that might have made Cheeto Punks, taken Cheeto Punks to the moon. You know, I don't know. I missed it. <laughs> All right, let me jump into the the music and we'll go. Now is the time you've all been waiting for. It is the growth mindset moment. This or that. Everybody get up on stage. Let's get it going. Breakdance or ballet? Wait, I have to, I, I need a clarification here. Are you asking for me to do it or watch it? Watch it. Would you rather watch? I'm going to do that from now on. Would you rather watch breakdancing or ballet? Kid Jet breakdancing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. See if we have anybody in the chat. Also, you can answer down in the chat, uh, bottom right hand side, a little chat bubble. If you want to play the game, you didn't want to come up on stage, we'll, uh, we'll read out your answers as they come through. And, uh, yeah, just want to give you that opportunity. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw I'll, – I'll go ballet. I'll go ballet because <laughs> um, always sunny in Philadelphia, there, there was an amazing, amazing like, modern dance scene, um, if anyone re- remembers this. And that was, it was epic, so I'm going to throw a different vote out there and go ballet. <laughs> nice. Perfect. All right, Egypt or Rome? Would you rather visit Egypt or Rome? Rome. Rome. I've been to Rome. I'd like to go to Egypt now. Thank you. Rome. I'm going Egypt. Oh, we can go together. Yay. That'll be fun. I think me and Holly are going to Rome. Perfect. See? We just uh, we just did it. I... I- I'll go to Rome on the way back through and meet all three of you. Okay, great. Okay, I love it. We can Thelma and Louisa in Rome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jason also says he's going ballet. Uh, Mr. G says likes both. Uh, depends on which one is better. So, and he also posted a uh, a grew <laughs> a grew gift. So perfect. Uh, in business, are we making quick decisions or careful analysis? Careful analysis. 
Yeah, know, I was about to say, I get the analysis paralysis. So, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm HR, so I don't have a choice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> careful analysis. Sometimes quick decisions based upon a history of careful analysis. <laughs> I, I'm, I, do I have to answer this? Does anybody actually question no. my answer? No, no. She's we a, know. I think you're a quick Thank decision you. maker. I will say. I will say that sometimes, though, when two drivers are fighting in the parking lot, you do have to make a quick decision. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I will say this. I, I liked your response. Um, our new friend, um, Mooboots, if that's your name, Mooboots. Mooboots is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like what you say. I I spend a lot of time carefully and over analyzing things so that I can make quicker decisions. So I I like that. But I like that rationale. Yeah, Mr. G saying always careful analysis. Jason, both depends on the situation. Buckeye says careful analysis. Uh, when we're reading, do we like sci-fi or fantasy? What about? Are they the same? <laughs> Mutt fit. I'm sorry. Um, no, fantasy. There we go. Yep. Uh, mystery. I don't like either sci-fi or fantasy. Because fantasy is more like, uh, like, uh, like, oh, what do you call it? Like, like magic. It's the Harry Potter, yeah, right? Like magic and those types of things. And sci-fi is more in space and futuristic. To answer your question, Holly. yeah, I don't. I don't like either one of those. Oh my horrible, gosh. horrible choices. <laughs> if I Mystery. had to pick, I'd do sci-fi probably. Yeah, I'm going sci-fi. Sci-fi as well. Yeah. yeah. Jason, Jason I just, says they aren't the same. Thank you. Yeah, they're not the same. Harry Potter arguably fits into fantasy. I don't know why we're even like arguing about this. Wait it, a minute. <laughs> How does Star Wars not fit into fantasy? That's not happening. That's, That's fantasy. And sci-fi. What's the same? See? Star Wars is not sci-fi. It takes place in space. Ron just said that's what yeah. sci-fi was. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think that this going to this I, is going to be I may have I may have just caused a, a huge controversy. Jason, give us give us to some. Come up. Jason's gotta come up We're, and tell us what's up. He's he's the author this week. The fact that I had to come up here. <laughs> Jason, set us right. Set us right up here. Was there anyone on the floor who they clarify? Um, okay. Oh my God. This is okay. So there's a genre called speculative fiction, and everything falls under most things fall under that. So sci fi and fantasy are both genres under speculative fiction um, because they deal with things that like could happen, but we don't really know. Um, so Star Wars is sci-fi fantasy because there are some elements of it especially technologically that could be real but when you get to like all the superpowers and like the worlds they go to it becomes very very fantasy it's very like fantastical um a good example of like sci-fi is like the arrival or dune those are like pretty hard sci-fi stories even though they're a little bit out of this world there's not a ton of stuff happening in that that's like you know crazy but harry potter is fantasy lord of the rings is fantasy when you start talking about dragons and stuff 
fantasy. That's like real fantasy. That's real fantasy. Thank you, Jason. Also, I just have to say this, like speculative fantasy sounds like a, some really very web three projects. I think it's a great way to describe certain web three projects. I'm not going to name names. I'm just saying speculative fantasy is probably going to be a word I use to describe certain web three moving forward as well. So thank you, Jason, for clarifying. You're welcome. I, think I, I, I think all of web three is speculative fiction, honestly. <laughs> like you, guys, you guys know Ron is going to ban me from this or that soon, right? Because I always cause so many problems. No, you've actually sharpened my tools here. So uh, I do enjoy the questions and it's it's forced me into a would you rather and then a this or that. Like it's a it's a combo. It's a hybrid. So I'm not even mad about it. It doesn't even matter. Next question. When you're watching a movie, subtitles or no subtitles? Subtitles. Is it a foreign film? Yes. Oh, well, then I have to because I don't understand what they're saying. This is a great question. I'm going to go with, oh gosh, I'm going to go with no subtitles only because I often create art these days while watching, but I hate most dubs. I, I, I wish they were up their game on the actors they use for the dubs. Um, I, I'm So reading while I'm trying to watch something is really, really hard uh, for my very ADHD brain. So uh subtitles only if i have to it, the, to your point man i the, the the dubs sometimes get are rough like when the <laughs> lips the mouth movements don't match vocal at all it becomes really difficult but yeah i'm well, this is why this is why like the growth mindset stretch today and this question that kind of go together was like whenever shit doesn't line up it it throws me so far off i can't i just can't do it and while i'm like reading these subtitles i'm not watching the movie and i can't read that fast so it's tough for me you can't you nobody can nobody can pay attention to the subtitles and watch the movie it's it's physically impossible oh, it's too much it's too much just give me the give me a an english dub over i listen it's it's a tough game out there all right last question for tonight we whenever you're on netflix or hulu or whatever you're on do you like binge watching or are you a fan of these weekly releases? Binge 100%. I have to binge it. And it's then like being in charge of your own Christmas present. It really is. And then I have to text Alyssa in regards to it because she has just told me what to watch. And then I'm like, oh my God. And then she's like, no, keep watching. Binge as well. Yeah. Weekly releases are trash, and I am angry. <laughs> Come on. It's like waiting for a gift. Like, you look forward to it, the anticipation. 1994, I don't have to put on the TV and turn it on at 8 o'clock on NBC. Set your TiVo. Set your TiVo, you know? <laughs> I can um, just... Pol Watch G my subtitles. Buckeye has binge watching. Uh, Peg, she Peg's just dousing us with her ballet images. My goodness, those are incredible. Sorry. Well, I mean, she's a 
her. So that makes sense. Oh, also, I'm really you binge watchers are not monsters, that you are all normal people. That's great to know. <laughs> yeah, you're not monsters, I guess, but you also can't wait for things. So, Oh, can I? I just want to ask this group. It's not a this or that question, but it came up in the car and I looked it up when I got home and I got mixed results. It was giving me my mindset stretch. But <laughs> then I got distracted by this whole like hateful thing that happened on the V Friends call today. And so I had to go off about that for a second. But um, for the record, I would just love to have each of you weigh in on this really important topic. You know, as the world changes and bacterias become more prevalent and we don't know what the impacts that they can have on bodies, the the likelihood of a zombie apocalypse could could happen. Um, it's it, anything is possible at this point. Um, so in the in the the likelihood, frankly, of a zombie apocalypse, I would like to know what your thoughts are on whether or not zombies can be drowned. Go ahead. I feel like the answer is no. They cannot be drowned. Like they they come they come back to life. Like they don't even breathe. So how are you going to drown something that doesn't yes, breathe? Yes, they do. They don't breathe. No, they breathe. They're not fish. All right, explain yourself. Listen. First of all, I had zombie apocalypse on my 2020 bingo card and it didn't come through. So I just want to throw that out there. So I totally believe that this is also possible unless I'm with you. And who says zombies can't breathe? Haven't you ever watched any of the shows? They are all breathing. Every one of them. They just can't. It's not I, that I they can't be killed. That. I don't believe that. What, what are they breathing? They're dead. Air? They're dead. Like they're dead. They're un No, they're not. They're undead. It's different. We're unhinged right now. Yep. No, I mean, there's there's no, a really good point here. Like TLDR, no, zombies don't need oxygen to survive. We don't know how zombies physiologic physiological what, physiology. Jesus, see, I told you I can't read right. Works, but we know that they don't breathe. In fact, we've seen a number of walking walkers surviving long periods of time underwater and at least one buried but still alive walker. So. Where where are you getting this information from? Sci-fi.stackexchange.com questions. There is a whole thread about this. Would love to post. It this. feels like this is like the Wikipedia of zombies. I don't buy it. All right. Well, they're undead. They're undead. They're not dead. One thousand likes on it. I'm just saying. Google. So what? Cells, I don't. I don't cells subscribe. Need to oxygen this. to function, and clearly the cells in a zombie are at least partially functional. In The Walking Dead, do zombies need oxygen? Can they breathe? Blah blah blah. There, I'm telling you, there's a there's a whole thread here. I'm gonna post it. If you get a virus on your computer, I'm sorry. Say, so just gonna throw that out there. So bad. This is don't, this please is, don't. If this is like, don't click this. Don't. Yeah, this I'm is gonna, like, don't click that. I'm link. just gonna come up with a good prompt for Chat GPT, and then I'll bring it back for next week, and we can go from there. We can build on All this right. topic. I just really feel like that as a responsible um, space podcast and hosts of said platform that we owe it to our audience and to the world, frankly, to know what we're up against should this tr likely tragedy occur in the near future so we know exactly how to handle ourselves. 
Um, I, I agree. I agree. This was an important and, topic that needed to, to, to needed to discuss. And I, I, I thank you. All right. I feel like this should be all of next week, just so we're clear. Hey, maybe it will be. Who knows? This show is completely derailed. We'll see you guys. Same time, same place next week. Tuesday, live crew, mounted up. Appreciate you all. Love you. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. Check out the podcast. Just dropped 8 o'clock today. Jason Primrose. Also, the he's the author of the 205Z, Lost Children of Andromeda. I got my hardback a couple weeks ago. Uh, I've been going through it, man. And for me, it's really nice because it has pictures. It has pictures and words. It's all good. Love you guys. Have a great week.